Hi, my name is Joy Harper and I'm seven and I'm from Dublin. My story is called Joy versus the Monsters of Pine Valley. Don't forget to download a free party pack, Trick or Treat for Sick Children, by my Wadi. The monster peeked out of the window, brushing away the condensation with its furry pink and green claw. It's dark at last, it said to its two companions. Let's go now. I'm hungry and there's children out. (coughs) Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Something in my throat. throat) It's dark at last. Let's go now. I'm hungry and there's children out already. Joy had been in her monster costume for two hours already. It was the best monster costume ever. Pink and furry with big green spots. There were big googly eyes, enormous horns and giant pink claws. Oh, she was ready to go trick-or-treating. Next to her, a little blue monster was doing a monster dance. I'm ready! Matthew's costume was bright blue with long fangs and an even longer floppy pink tongue. Their big sister Kara's costume was the furriest of all. A big purple shaggy beast of a monster with stripy green and purple horns and a toothy grin. Let's go, she said. This monster is ready for both tricks and treats. (laughs) And there would be plenty of both in store. It was a perfect evening for trick-or-treating. The moon was out for extra spookiness. The streets were full of young vampires and wizards and superheroes and at least three little dinosaurs. And nearly every house was decorated in cobwebs or had ghoulish signs saying, Beware, which on Halloween means welcome. Their Halloween bags would not be empty for long. Joy's mum had some very important rules for trick-or-treating. Only go to houses that are decorated for Halloween. That's code for we'll give you sweets. Always say thank you. It's okay to say it in a monster voice if you are a monster. And you have to dress up. You don't get any treats if you don't dress up. And there's definitely too many sweets, far more than is good for you. Those sweets have to last at least a month, but you can eat as much fruit as you like. Joy was of the opinion there should be rules for grown-ups too. Like, it's okay to give out healthy snacks like apples and mandarins in moderation. Seriously, it's Halloween. Rule number two, kids wearing the best costumes like pink furry monster costumes should get the most sweets. And three, there should always be a party afterwards. A proper party with balloons and music and loads of snacks, which the children will kindly supply. And rule number four, the party should raise money for sick children in Children's Health Ireland hospitals and urgent care centres because those children are the bravest in the world, especially the super cute pink furry ones. It began as a completely normal Halloween. Doorbells were rung, bags were filled to bursting with snacks, little monsters and little heroes were bursting with happiness. Many little monsters and heroes were also bursting with snacks. The first completely not normal thing happened when they came to the third house on the left on Pine Valley. As they approached the front gate, Joy and her friends saw nothing not normal about the house. There were pumpkins on the step and a big fake cobweb covered in little fake spiders all over the front doors and windows. And there was also, and this was definitely not normal, a group of young trick-or-treaters screaming and running away. Run for your lives! squealed a young vampire as he ran past them, his cloak flapping behind him. It'll bite you, 
He was so frightened that he dropped his bag of sweets and snacks. Help! shouted a little witch as she ran past, holding her long flowing dress up so she didn't trip. Save me! Turn back and save yourselves, roared a little scuba diver who was waddling down the driveway as fast as he could, which in his enormous flippers wasn't very fast at all. Only one little princess was left in the front garden, frozen to the spot in the middle of the driveway and pointing her star-top wand at the unlocked side gate. The big pink monster went over to the princess to see what was wrong. Joy, she whispered. Everyone knew Joy. There's a ginormous snake over there and it's going to eat us. A silence fell and the children looked where the princess was pointing. There, in the shadows, was an enormous coiled snake and they heard its terrible, frightening Uh-oh, gasped Matthew. There's no way I'm going in there. Joy, what are you doing? shouted Cara in a whisper. You know what I mean, that voice you use when you need to be loud enough for one person to hear, but you don't want anyone else to hear it. Like a teacher or, or a parent or a giant hissing snake. Joy is so very brave, said the little princess. She's the bravest person I know, said Cara. But that's for doctors and medicine and stuff like that, not for giant man-eating snakes. Joy walked calmly towards the side gate. Sure, I'm brave, she thought to herself, but I'm also clever. Much too clever to fight a giant snake. But that's not a snake. Now that she was closer, she could see exactly what was causing all the fuss. It was nothing more than a hose. A huge, big, fat hose connected to an outdoor tap. But still, just a hose. The tap wasn't closed properly, which was causing a small puddle to form on the ground and was also making a loud hissing sound. All I have to do, thought Joy, is to turn the tap off properly and there's no more hissing snake and no more wasted water. She reached out and turned the tap. But was it clockwise or anti-clockwise? She turned the tap. The hissing stopped. Great, she thought. Job done. It's okay, she called out to the others. It's just a... But then she noticed that the little puddle on the ground wasn't little anymore. It was big and getting bigger. She had turned the tap on to full power. Water was rapidly filling up the hose and it was about to... Ah, what? called Cara. Asleep? asked Matthew. Joy screamed as suddenly the hose seemed to spring to life. The powerful flow of water caused the hose to flop and flail about, the nozzle end waving around and spraying water everywhere. The other children didn't understand what was happening. They screamed as the snake seemed to uncoil and fly straight at Joy's head. They gasped as they saw Joy grab the snake by its neck with both her hands and wrestle it to the ground. They yelled in fright as they saw the snake escape her grasp and wriggle away across the ground towards them, swaying its head from side to side until Joy stomped her big pink monster foot on its neck. The children cheered as they watched Joy calmly lean over towards the snake's tail, muttering something about clockwise. At that moment, the garden and the side of the house were filled with light as the front door opened and the outside light was switched on by the man standing in the doorway. 
He stepped into the yard to see what all the cheering and screaming was about, only to see a group of monsters, a princess, a vampire, a witch and a scuba diver staring at a big pink and green monster that was standing victoriously over a thoroughly defeated fire hose. Trick or treat, said Joy with a smile. There was water everywhere, but somehow of all the children, only Scuba Dave had got wet. He stood there with a big grin on his face, dripping wet from head to toe. It was now the best scuba diver costume ever. The homeowner was impressed and very grateful that Joy had turned off the hose. There were extra snacks for everyone, a bag of popcorn, some fruit, and of course, a load of big jelly snakes. The rest of the night went without anything unusual happening. There were no more frights. Oh, except there was. The children were making a bit of extra room in their Halloween goodie bags, which were getting very close to full. But there was still time for a few more houses before heading back to the party at Joy's house. Next up was number eight. And that's where the trouble started. Again. The garden was dark and overgrown. Big bushes and small firs, still full and green at this time of year, cast deep shadows around the side of the house. So that even with the porch light on, the house looked spooky. Two girls were walking out of the garden, big smiles on their faces. That spider was huge, said the littlest girl who was dressed as a unicorn. I was really scared at first. Me too, said her big sister who was dressed as a wizard. I thought it couldn't be real, but it was. Joy asked the two girls what they were talking about. The woman in that house has a huge spider, a real one, a tarantella. It's the scariest thing I've seen all Halloween. The girl had a huge grin in her face as she spread her arms out as wide as she could. It has really long, hairy legs. It was gross, said her sister enthusiastically. It was awesome, said the little girl. And the little unicorn and the wizard skipped on. A big spider, said Joy nervously, looking around at the large group of kids. We can handle a big spider, right? I am not handling a spider, said Kara, but I'm not going to run away from it either. Well, I'm probably going to run away from that, said Matthew, who had stopped dead and was pointing at the house. They all looked up to where he was pointing and things got extra spooky. The moon came out. The wind blew and around the corner of the house they saw it. An enormous creature, a gigantic spider hiding around the corner on the side of the house. Was that its big black head peeking out from near the upstairs window? Was it looking at them? And were those its hairy legs? So long the two of them stretched up to the roof and another crept all the way around the house to the front door. The children stood frozen to the spot. Uh, I have enough snacks, said the princess. I'm getting cold, said Scuba Dave. Is that the time, <laughs> said Kara. We should think about going home. We don't want to be late for the party. Joy looked at them all in disbelief. This is ridiculous, she thought. I can't believe my friends are being so silly. She marched up into the dark garden and stood right next to the long leg that had crept all the way to the front door. Looking over her shoulder at the horrified children, she reached out. Ew, don't touch it, cried the vampire. This is the most horrible thing I ever saw, whispered Kara. Joy took hold of the outstretched leg and began to politely shake hands with the spider. Nice to meet you, Mr. Spider, she said. Or should I say Mr. Ivy? Matthew rubbed his eyes. 
Those weren't giant hairy spider legs. They were just long tentacles of ivy crawling along the side of the house. That wasn't a spider's big head watching them from around the corner. It was just the top of a small tree swaying in the wind and casting scary shadows. I knew it wasn't a spider, said the princess. It's been a long night. I'm getting tired, said the vampire. It's this face mask, said Scuba Dave. I can't really see things clearly. The door opened and there stood the spider lady. She was dressed all in black and had big fake spider legs sprouting out of her back. The kids ran up to the door and she handed out the goods, which included spider snacks she'd made herself, with long licorice legs sticking out of a small chocolate bun. Then she asked the children if they wanted to see a giant spider. Yes, shouted Joy. I'm not afraid of spiders. And from behind the door, she took out a big glass box and put it down on the step. Inside was a real life, actual, gigantic spider. It was hairy and black. Its body was the size of two big hairy golf balls. Its stripy legs were each as thick as Joy's fingers, but twice as long. This is Bessie, said the spider lady. She's a full-sized adult female tarantula, which is one of the biggest spiders in the world. It's not that big, said Joy. Pretty small, actually, said Matthew, relatively speaking. Thankfully, said Cara. The spider woman looked at them in surprise and delight. She had never before met children who weren't at least a little bit scared of Bessie. The children laughed and said thank you and goodbye. And that was the end of that. Three tired monsters and their friends hauled their overflowing Halloween bags back to Joy's house to continue the party. With parents keeping a close eye, the children ate a careful balance of healthy snacks and sweets. But of course, they weren't always keeping a close eye. The grown-ups all donated to help sick children in Children's Health Ireland at Crumlin, Temple Street, Talla and Connolly. And everyone enjoyed the stories of the snake and the spider and how Joy was definitely, no question, absolutely the bravest girl they'd ever known.